When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Condición enamorado locamente de una chica que hay extraño Y el no tenerte me hace daño Seríamos la pareja del año, cuánto te extraño Sin condición me enamoré precisamente de una chica que no es mía This is currently the number one song on the Apple Barcelona chart Pareja del Ano by Sebastian Yatra I could picture Bieber doing like a chorus on this. Couldn't you? Well, of course, because, you know, Despacito, right? Yes! I mean, it makes sense, though, that this is the number one song in Barcelona, Spain. Yeah. What doesn't make sense is that I'm hearing tons of Spanish music <laughs> in Canada, it's too. It's a revolution! I know. Get on board! I'm, uh, I'm okay with some Latin music, but I just, I wish that, like, when I'm wanting to listen to Latin music, I go to the Latin music playlist. Right. And that it's not, I mean, now there's there's no real borders, right? Mm. But maybe that's me just being ignorant and wanting to understand the words that are being said. You like to keep things in little compartmental boxes. Well, this is my this? Latin music. This is my classical. Yes, this is yes. my... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's just like, what if German music all of a sudden became really popular in Canada? Do you think that, like, that's something that could happen? Remember Duhast Ramstein? No, I do <laughs> not. Du, 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 du hast, du, I don't remember that. What? I don't remember that. It was a, it was a song. I played it on the rock, sta- uh, rock station uh, that I worked at in London, FM ninety six. You must have heard this, Mora. Du. Du hast. Here it is. Oh, I think I have heard this. But it, it was <laughs> Ramstein. This is awesome. This is a different version that we played. Oh my god, it really. Ah! Yeah. <laughs> yes! It's pretty kick ass, actually, now that I hear it. Do. Do. Do hush, man. Do hush. Do hush. I get what you're saying, though, yeah. If this. If came on in the middle like, of a nice relaxing playlist. Or you're just listening to like classic rock and all of a sudden Ramstein comes on. Yeah, this is a certain vibe, right? This would have been like late 90s, I guess. Oh I my think. god. This was pretty popular. Like. Yeah, it was Chuck. It, would yeah. make, it was on the countdown, yeah. you know. I'm sure this is playing at like the Velvet Underground and stuff. <laughs> Killer guitar. Pretty badass, guys. Yeah, yeah. But I, again, it's like if I want to listen to German rock music, I want a playlist for German rock music. <laughs> you want to all be in yeah. that vibe. I get, and I get why Spanish music is so big right now all over North America. And it's because like in the U.S., that is really the second language, you know, whereas in yes. Canada, French is supposedly the second language and certainly is in some regions like Quebec and the Maritimes. But in uh, the States, there's tons of Spanish first language spanish speaking people so mm-hmm. i love it when i'm in a foreign country and i can like listen to the radio 
and just hear what the big songs are in a foreign country at that time or like you go out and you check out live music like I remember being in Beijing and going into this underground hip-hop club and there was live hip-hop being performed on the stage and I thought this was so cool and I could understand uh, a couple of words it was like they were rapping can you guess what words were the only words that were translatable hip-hop music hip-hop in China in China, so uh, like they're speaking Mandarin and mm-hmm. doing their thing. I don't know, but there like, was like like uh, uh, <laughs> everybody. No, like, <laughs> no, it was uh, motherfucker. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Every other word, it was like motherfucker. Uh, Somehow worked in there. Yeah, because that one probably <laughs> it probably doesn't translate as well, right? There's some words that just sound better in the original, you know, way it was they a were bit supposed of a crutch. to be said for some of the artists I'm going to say but they were still sounding pretty So you pretty wouldn't good. understand anything and be like no 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 motherfucker yeah no, 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 yeah 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah but I've only been to Europe actually I've been to Europe twice but the first time I was there my wife and I were doing kind of a tour of Western Europe and we were in Germany and we'd just been on this like cruise down the Rhine River for the day we got on one, on one place and went down for a few hours and we got off in this tiny little town and uh, they had a castle overlooking the river, and we were going to spend a night on the castle mm-hmm. and then get back on the ferry the next day and continue our way down. Yeah. And we get into this castle room, and it's beautiful, and it was like one of the most epic places we stayed at, not even the most expensive by any means. And they had a little like radio there, so mm-hmm. I put it on, and you want to know what music I was listening to? What? It was Maroon 5. <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> yeah. You want to hear the music of the area. Yeah. You don't want to hear Maroon 5? Yeah. What song was it? Oh, wait, Do you I, remember? I'm trying to... I, uh, was it... Uh, hang Beauty on. Beauty Queen of Only How, 18... Wasn't that Yeah, one? Yeah. It, it was, it was? I'm just trying to see, like, um, Maroon 5 when they started, when that... Song was because I'm now thinking uh, it, 2005 maybe early, Maroon 5 it's 2004 it was Maroon 5 but it was a live concert so whatever this station was they were running a live concert of Maroon 5 oh okay and you know it would be like Maroon 5 music live and every now and then it'd be like Maroon <laughs> 5 like you know someone would be talking and then they'd kind of take a break from the concert play some commercials and they'd come back and be more Maroon 5 oh wow Oh, so it's just like a live stream of the concert. That's pretty cool. That's better. Yeah, but it's like the last thing I expected for being in the middle of like Germany yeah. on the, along the Rhine River. You expected like some polka music or something. Yeah, yeah. I remember I spending some time in Paris and trying to listen to the radio. And there was, uh, it wasn't, Paris, like they seemed to be less mainstreamy, less yes. like mainstream North American top 40 yes. you know what I mean totally that would be frowned upon I would assume I wonder if they have rules in France like they have rules in Quebec like where they have to play a minimum amount of French music on mm. their radio stations probably if it's governed by law like if they have a law because in Quebec if you're a French language radio station I could be wrong but I'm pretty sure that at least 50% of the music they play has to be French language music um and, and and so sometimes French stations will try and get around it by playing these like super mixes where they'll have like three or four songs all mixed together <laughs> and they call it like one song. But yeah. when you were in like Monaco, were you listening to music? Would you listen to the radio Bundes? 
Uh, in the a, car when you were driving around a, southern France? A bit. Uh, the radio, you would have your standard pop stations, and then you'd get some French stations. Um, I was more, what I found interesting was like at night walking around the cities, you'd hear music being played uh, coming from bars, cafes, restaurants, or things like that. And I love French house. Like It has this really unique style to mm. it, and there was a lot of that kind of music being being played, which was really cool. I remember- French house. I think I have a clip of French music here. French house music. Oh yeah. Is this um, is this what you were hearing? Like pouring out of the uh, <laughs> of all the uh, clubs and stuff. <laughs> this is French house music, isn't it? <laughs> totally. Yeah. Oh my god. So classic. This is what I want to hear pouring out of. You know places. I want it to be so cliche. You know, when I'm in yes. Germany, I don't want to hear Maroon 5. I want to hear, du, du hast yes. mich. You know? yes. <laughs> I was in Venice for yeah. my honeymoon, and uh, our little Airbnb was next door to somebody practicing opera every morning. And I'm like... Yes, I want to be next to the old Italian lady who gets up and practices yeah. her opera. This is perfect. Yeah. Loved it. You don't want to be in Italy listening to... <laughs> yes, exactly. I wonder if that's the... Only no, there must have been another German song uh, played on the radio in North America, like '99 uh, Red Balloons. There's a German oh. version of that, '99 Luft, Luft Balloons. Balloons. Any other German songs you can think of that like made um, it to? I think they're pretty good at like uh, the party scene music. Are they not? Are they not really like experts at Dance DJing music? and like? Well, definitely death metal is really big in Germany, uh, that kind of sound. But I also think industrial, like yes. house music yes. is also really big. And and when you mix in the metal with the house music, <laughs> it's even talking. better. Then you got like <laughs> Du Hast by Rammstein. <laughs> At least it seems that way every time you watch like Mission Impossible and Tom Cruise is in some nightclub in Berlin. Yeah. And the music that they're playing is always like, you know... Pretty intense. Yes, club music. Metally club music combinations. You don't hear Spanish music there. <laughs> no. no, this is too friendly. This is too warm. Yeah, more of Sebastian Yatra. Number one of Barcelona on that Apple city chart they came out with. They got 200 cities they're doing individual charts for us, so it's kind of interesting. You no longer have to fly on a plane to <laughs> hear what they're listening over That's there. That's true. Thanks for checking out the podcast. Don't go anywhere. The Daily Take Two is coming up next. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. It's Tucker and Mora. God, I can't remember the last time I was at a place like just in line, not able to get in. I just, I don't have time for that anymore. Bonus. Well, I don't wait in line. I'll leave. I'm not yeah, going to stand exactly. in line. What, what would, what would have to be the scenario for you to be in line with your bros if you're like on a trip or something? Yeah. We would we would call in advance and pay whatever we had to pay. So that You'd we, grease the bouncer. Yeah. If yeah. you had to, right? There's you guys no would line. grease the bouncer. You look like such a ween standing in line watching yeah. everybody else walking in front I've of you. I've been here 45 minutes. <laughs> yeah. That person's just walking right in. What the hell? Yeah. yeah they slid the bouncer like $100, right? Yeah. You, you can't wait. Is $100 that. enough in Miami? Uh, depends on the club, depends on the bouncer, depends how busy the night is, right? Oh, man, forget it. What's the most <laughs> you think that you you and your buddies have put together in a handshake in order to walk a line? Uh, about <laughs> 250 bucks. <gasps> yeah. yeah. And then you all throw in, that covers everybody, right? Yeah. So there's, what, five or six of you? There's usually four or five of us. But, okay. you know, when you grease a bouncer, they don't, like, look at the money, right? Because that would be, that would give away what's going on. Yeah, you just kind of put it in there. Yeah, why, why don't you just put 15 in there? <laughs> you know? And yeah. have it all like folded up yeah. in a way that it could be like 150. Yeah. Because he will eventually look, he'll feel what's in his hand. You know what I mean? If, yeah. it's, a th- if it's a thick stack or a thin stack. It could be ones though in the States, man. They got $1 bills. <laughs> it could be- you put 25 of those together and Woo! you roll that up. It looks like you just slipped a guy like one of those things that drug dealers hand their boss. Okay. You yeah, know, yeah, after yeah, a yeah, day's yeah. work. I got an idea, Tucker. Okay, let's, yeah. let's go to a club one night right yeah and i'll do the 250 yeah. and you do 25 ones and we'll, and we'll see how the bouncer reacts okay but like if we both get in what would happen to me do you think he'd come find me and yeah. kick me out maybe <laughs> come find me you'd be hiding in a corner in. at the, the club yeah i mean he's the one who fell for it he's the sucker if you ask me yeah <laughs> yeah can't do that. It's just paper, right? Money, it's just paper. I'd be like adding it up. Okay, uh, I spent $250 to get in. That means I've got another 45 for drinks for the rest of the night. Okay, yeah. Peter just I sent us I couldn't roll a- with your friends. You guys would hate me. Peter just sent us a text. He says, we paid $1,500 for a security guard to boot somebody out of a VIP booth so that we could have it in Vegas. Oh my God. That's pretty ballin'. $1,500. And then the guy. Get those losers out of there. I want that space. (laughs) How much is it going to cost me? $1,500. And you haven't even bought any booze yet. I'm like, okay, well, we've paid (laughs) $1,500. So now if we spend another thousand and then we tip, we each have to put in another $300. Yeah, I can't roll with any of you guys. No. Too much of a loser. You can't do that, though, because then your whole night is is ruined. You can't I know. enjoy anything. You know what? That's not a problem when I go to Eastside Mario's. <laughs> I'm like... Right. All right. You guys serve margaritas here? <laughs> oh, you Killer. Bread yeah, bread and salad, too? I'm in. They're bottomless as well. That's right. Mm. Those crushed nuts, I can just whip them on the floor <laughs> after? I love it. <laughs>
I can't believe how much some people are willing to drop on a party night. <laughs> like it just, to me, there's so many other ways you can have just as good a time with spending like a fraction of the money. Most of the cases that actually we've heard where people drop a lot of money, they're on vacation. Yeah, it's like a Vegas situation. It's like Bundes. It's like Bundes in Miami. You know, you want it, You only have a couple nights there. You want to make sure it's the best time of all time, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we were doing like $800 breakfasts. That's like, the crazy. Sorry, what? what? Yeah. $800 on breakfast? Yeah, not per person, like as a group, as a group right? It would be yeah. like, you know, you have your $12 bacon and eggs or whatever, and yeah. then you have $750 on mimosas. And <laughs> shots. And shots. At like 10 a.m. in the morning. Oh. What would be the most expensive party day in your life, do you think, in terms of cash? You alone, not collectively with your group. Like your share of what a the biggest breakfast... Uh, you probably skip lunch if you're dropping eight hundred on uh, mimosas. Yeah, it's more of a brunch, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, that day that we had that that breakfast, we also had a two thousand dollar dinner. Okay, and your portion of that would be five hundred then. Yep. Okay. And then we went to the club and we spent another couple grand. So yeah, probably around like a twenty five hundred dollar kind of day for you. Oh my God. Yeah. Like you alone dropped twenty five hundred dollars in a day. You know you could go on an all inclusive vacation to a lot of nice places <laughs> yeah. for that twenty five hundred bucks. And guess what? <laughs> when you want another drink, it's all included, all baby. Included. <laughs> okay. Joe put a night at a strip joint <laughs> on his American Express. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Now he ended up Dating one of the strippers. Okay, okay so worth that it, is worth it, worth it. And then marrying her. <laughs> oh yeah. And having a beautiful daughter. Yeah. And a beautiful home and a great relationship. But how much? The American Express bill <laughs> yeah. after one night was six thousand eight hundred dollars. Sorry, but how do you spend that much money in one night? All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the strip club. See that woman up there? She could be your wife if you drop enough money tonight. Oh, yeah, that's right. She is single, ladies and gentlemen. And they ex- accept American Express, which isn't accepted everywhere. Yeah, and you can't carry a balance with an American Express card. you got to pay that off. Uh, Garrett's with us now. Tell us uh, about the biggest uh, party day you've had, Garrett. So back in 2019, my wife turned 40, and I planned a surprise party for her to go to uh, Vegas. And uh, sort of the icing on the cake was a was a day party. It was a pool party. Um, I didn't even get a pool party um, at the uh, Encore Hotel. Um, it, it involved us renting a they call it a couch. Um, anyways, including bottle service and a whole bunch of other things. Net all told, though, cost me five thousand bucks Canadian, but I'm in an RV. <laughs> That must have been the most comfortable couch you ever sat on. It was incredible. Yeah, it was absolutely insane. And the worst part was, or the best part was, is that wasn't even the uh, most expensive uh, experience. I mean, that was just like the base level experience. I mean, some of these parties are absolutely insane. So, uh, so you're dropping five grand, but people are there probably dropping 25 grand then. Uh, absolutely. At least, yeah, there was cabanas behind us where there was twenty-five, dollars $30,000 being dropped for an eight-hour uh, Oh, my God. And it was because David Guetta was DJing and people were like, you're right next to the pool? That's right. Yeah, right next to the pool. David got a DJ for about three hours. He brought on a lesso. Like it was an incredible party. But yeah, just for that experience, it was. Uh, you had to pay a premium. Party. How many people were there on the couch with you? Like for this five uh, grand? Yeah, there's six people in total. Um, 
and uh, and and like I say, you got uh, you got the bottle service. I remember getting the menu. You had to prepay for the couch, and then when you get there, you just order off the menu, um, and you get the menu. And for like you know the most basic bottle of uh, of vodka, you know it was like eight hundred bucks for a bottle of vodka. Oh my god! <laughs> Thanks, pal. Hey, no problem. Anytime. We were just talking about like big nights out, big days out, the most money you've ever spent in a single day. Bunnis is like he's out with his buddies. He's dropped twenty five hundred dollars in a single day before partying with his friends. I compare it too much to what else I could get. I mean, yeah. I, I could get a nice used car for that price, couldn't yeah. I? <laughs> well, I, I mean, Half you could decent. get a used car that would still work. <laughs> <laughs> Catherine, what's going on? So when I was twenty one, went down south, and there was this guy who asked me out. So I thought, oh, okay. At the end of the night, he told me he spent three thousand five hundred dollars on me. Wow. On Okay, so where exactly are you? I was in uh, Hilton Head Island, South Carolina. Okay, and what kind of day? Like, tell us about your day where this guy's like, (laughs) how long did you spend with him for him to like rack up a $3,000 bill? So he picks me up at noon, uh, around noon. We go to Savannah, Georgia. Ooh, nice. Takes me for, you know, this, um, you know, shopping. So I'm like, okay. So that was weird. Like he was paying paid. for things? Yeah. First date. You never, you never met this guy before. No, I never met him. He just asked me out randomly. So I was like, okay. Um, and then he, we proceed to go back to Hilton Head Island. He buys me lunch and dinner and then drinks with his friends. But then in front of his friends, he goes, oh, so, you know, here's how much I've spent all day on her. And I was like, oh. That's not the move. That's not, that, he just, at that point, he wasted all that money. As yes. soon as he starts adding it up right? in front of you, it's... How rude. How rude. Yeah. What was the most expensive thing he bought that day? Do you have any of it still? No. I, I got rid of it all. It's not worth it. <laughs> not worth it. He tried to call me a few times, and I was like, yeah, you know, you had expectations at the end of the night, and I didn't give them to you, so. He just was hoping that, that he was going to put in that investment, oh. and it might pay off in another way later. <laughs> exactly. It's like gambling, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> There's no guarantee. Everything. He lost everything. I love it. The house always wins, right, Catherine? (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) The house always wins. (laughs) It does. That's what they say. Thanks for coming on with us. We appreciate it. All right. Thank you. Did you guys see there was a tornado warning earlier? Yeah. I always seem to notice it after it's ended. Maybe if uh, Maybe Bill Paxton and Helen Hunt had been more successful <laughs> with their, you know, mission to put an early alert system in place for tornadoes, we would have had this information when it was important to have this right? information. Wasn't that the whole goal of Twister? The whole goal. To get those stupid little silver balls inside a tornado so they could track it? Yes! You, know you, they, you they throw s- those balls oh. up there, you got Philip Seymour Hoffman driving the van. Oh. We need a new tornado movie. When was the last time we had a Twister? Like 96? Yeah, it's been too long. You're right. We need another. That was enough. No, No, we need another another. tornado movie and we need another um, Tremors. Remember the little guys with Kevin Bacon? (laughs) They they weren't that little more. They were pretty big. (laughs) 
if we're going to bring back old movies, we need a modern day Ferris Bueller's Day Off. One that isn't quite as ridiculous as the first one. I was watching the first one yesterday. You were? I get sucked into these movies that are just on AMC that (laughs) I could probably watch without commercials on one of the services I pay for. But but you're too lazy. Because I'm an idiot. I was also watching Tokyo Drift, Fast and Furious. Uh, Watching Ferris Bueller's Day Off, I was like, there were so many areas of that movie. I'm like, that would never happen. That's so ridiculous. Yes. First of all, do you remember when Loosely. Mr. Rooney, like the uh, guidance counselor, vice principal, whatever the hell his job was, when he showed up at the Bueller household looking for Ferris? Uh. Out of nowhere, they have an attack guard dog in the kitchen when he's trying to go through the back door. Yes. Where was that dog in the first half of the movie when <laughs> Ferris is just like going around the house? The dog was nowhere to be seen. Don't if ask If he was the only questions? one in the house, that dog would be all over the place. Don't ask those questions. How did you, you end up on that parade float doing like a choreographed performance <laughs> of like lip syncing two songs? Because he's the coolest guy of all time. Why was he such a jerk to his friend Cameron that he convinced Cameron to take out his dad's prized Ferrari? Why would he would have just been happy to drive that junky car that Cameron had. Because that's what friends do in high school. You convince the friend who has the dad with the nice car to get the keys. We did that all the time. My friend's dad had a Porsche. We'd steal that thing all really? the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it wasn't in a, in a garage type museum where they had the exact mileage written down. Uh, Ferris is like, we'll just drive the car in reverse, reverse. and take the miles <laughs> off it. I mean, Ferris was a jerk to Cameron. Cameron was sick at home. He convinced him to come out and spend the day with him in his dad's Ferrari and basically almost ruined Cameron's life. It was it's very like Bundes it very and nice. his friends. Like, it's the same thing. Yeah. You force your friends to do things because you want to do them. First time I saw that movie, I was like, Ferris Bueller's the greatest guy in the world. He's so clever and fun. And then now I watch it and I just think what a dick he was to Cameron. <laughs> And, and by the way, there's no way he could have done all that stuff in that one day. I mean, the baseball game alone would have eaten up like four hours of his time. <laughs> Unless they just went for a couple of innings and they got out of those seats and left. Oh, so wait, anyway. you're telling us the Ferris Bueller's I mean, Day Off is not a realistic movie? They went out for lunch. They had a, And why was there even a parade in the middle of the afternoon on a school day? Like, there wasn't a sports parade. It was There would have been no parade in the middle of the afternoon. I just, I was watching it thinking of all the stupid things that happened in that that didn't make sense i think you're just missing the point it's just supposed to be fun man yeah, yeah. why was this why did the sister have such a bug up her butt over ferris i mean just she she, she didn't get away with anything he did but she had the car she had the cool fiero <laughs> he had the computer and the sound system it sounds to me like you sort of stuck with fast and the furious man that was actually surprisingly more realistic <laughs> than ferris <laughs> <laughs> i don't know if that's possible yeah. it's tucker and mora in the morning Energy 95.3